Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mutant Ages. It's just Maddie by myself this time because Ryan is in Disneyland. Okay, technically he's back by the time I record this, but that is where he was when we normally would have recorded this week's episode. So I'm giving you all a special little treat. I am taking a bonus episode out from behind the paywall over at Patreon. This is an episode where me, Ryan, and Todd all got together and talked about She-Hulk. It's got spoilers for all of season one. We also talked about Logan coming back for Deadpool 2 and what kinds of snacks we like to eat, such as Cheetos. We talked about a whole bunch of random stuff in this bonus episode. But if you aren't backing the Patreon, this should give you an idea of what you're missing and perhaps tempt you into becoming a subscriber. Or if you can't afford to be one, you can just enjoy this wonderful walkthrough of She-Hulk, what we loved, what we didn't love, and what we're hoping for in season two, because yeah, we do want to see a season two of this wonderful show. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week back to our normal schedule of Wolverine and the X-Men episodes with uh, Shades of Grey, (laughs) the uh, Fifty Shades adaptation starring Scott and Jean. Thanks so much for listening and uh, enjoy. What? What? <laughs> what? Good morning, everybody. I'm just going to focus on trying to eat my Cheetos as quietly as possible so it's not audible in the thing. Oh, man, if Katie were here, she'd Great. be all over that. Chomp, chomp, chomp. You know what I had last Hello, night? Hello, everyone. Hold on. Pause. I had at this restaurant, we went out for Steph's birthday. They had uh, fried pickles, which is always good, but they call them frickles. Oh, I love those. And they were so fucking good. I don't know what they did. What's the difference between a fried pickle and a frickle? I think it's just a name, but like it was like the pickle (laughs) chips. It wasn't like a full pickle. Like they cut them up and then fried them and put like Mm. some seasoning on them. And they were like so good. I'm just hearing Catherine Hahn going, a fried pickle, or I like to call them frickle. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a Patreon episode of the Mutant Ages. We watched all of She-Hulk. We and it was good. Being Maddie and Ryan and who else is here? Steven. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> we are Mutant Ages. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you had that yes, one in your back are. pocket? Just out of curiosity. I mean, probably since Mutant Vision, isn't it on there? I, I think don't think it actually is that. in the show, but I suspect it was probably in pre-production for the show. No, it was in a mm. Mutant Ages comic book somewhere where I just randomly like decided to rewrite the Steven Universe theme po- song about all of us. I said theme park, the Steven mm-hmm. Universe theme park where we can go on the Ooh, rides. Go there, you mean uh, Ocean City, Maryland? <laughs> which I mean. Yeah, pretty much, right? I don't know how, but I could. Let's go. That'd be fun. Is there a mini homeworld on there? Just like there is in Beach City? Is there a giant goddess stone carving of a goddess in the side of the 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 mountain that nobody seems to notice? I've never been to the other side of the bay. Like, I've never been to the east east part of the state. But I really want to go to Ocean City I didn't realize that Ocean City was inspired was the inspiration for beach city but i guess that makes sense wait is it really I, I didn't even yeah. know that until right now yeah ocean, ah. city, ocean city is kind of like a resort camping vacation-ish town on the east on the east side of the bay it was apparently strong strong like the state that they're in is called delmarva oh where wow. virginia you gotta look at pictures of their boardwalk because it's like identical yeah well, I'm learning a lot about Steven Universe. On this She-Hulk well, episode, welcome to the like Welcome to the Patreon episode about Steven Universe. So that, that I spoke into being by making one stupid joke about Steven Universe. Well, I guess we got to go well, there. we're very And we all have to dress up as Steven Universe characters now. So I wonder if people do that. Oh, my God. That must be infuriating. Like, for actual residents of the city, that must be awful. I don't know if that happens. I feel like it's not like a Forks, Washington, and Twihard situation. (laughs) I never never hear about Steven Universe fans going to Ocean City, but maybe they should. Do people still, like, participate in Twilight? Is that, like, a thing? I was just trying to think of a a real-life location that is constantly putting up with fans showing up there, and I know Forks, Washington, for at least the A time period in the 2010s, did have to put up with that for 
that time. I mean, but you both in Massachusetts, Salem has to be like that at least now, like for October, oh, well, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I was just there on Friday. Yeah, Hocus Pocus super fans are going to Salem and uh, dressing as the Sanderson. I showed, I showed you that video of my friend and his his gay men's choir in Arizona, right? Where Wait. they were all. Yes, I did. I posted it. I think in Slack. I probably didn't get it because I only just saw Hocus Pocus for the first time last night. So if it's a Hocus yeah, Pocus, yeah, it was it was before it was before you saw it, so you probably did not understand. It so like <laughs> the Hocus Pocus, this is our Hocus Pocus podcast. So we, I mean, ask it may Maddie, as well be. I was gonna like, ask if you wanted Maddie, to do a Hocus Pocus episode because I was like, I, I mean, I saw it for the first time, so I can't I believe know. you is didn't see. It. There was a point where Maddie was like referencing Hocus Pocus to me, being like as a movie, but it was not Hocus Pocus. It was some other movie, and I was like, that's not Hocus Pocus. I don't know. I've what never seen the whole about. thing. I've only seen parts of it. It's good. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think it's worth watching it because. <laughs> People refer to it a lot. It's like a Halloween classic. I wouldn't say it's like the movie you have to watch that that's going to be be all end all like the best movie of all time. But it's a lot of fun. I think if you watch it when you're nine years old, then that's great. And if you watch it as an adult, then it has diminishing returns. But I knew that going in and Dina hadn't ever seen it either. So both of us were like, let's finally watch Hocus Pocus and also Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. And I mean, I mean several I need, like, predictions about to watch something with Bette Midler in it. So she's delightful in it. She's uh, they fantastic. give her some truly impressive fake teeth and she gets to sing multiple times in both movies. <laughs> There's with no reason teeth. for it to happen. And it's they okay. just force it in. OK, because it's well, Bette Midler. I was going to say, can you find a movie with Bette Midler where she doesn't do a musical <laughs> I was gonna number? Say, <laughs> like, I would like to know the list of Bette Midler movies where she busts into song and it's completely organic. <laughs> yeah. yeah right <laughs> it just you're just thinking you know what would happen right about now is Ben midler would burst into song and then she just does it <laughs> you're like that's normal that's a thing that happens all the time <laughs> i guess that's a fair point i mean if you're a witch you, you can burst into song at any time and you can do whatever you want music is anytime. gonna be in the background be, fuck being a witch you can do whatever you want if you're bet midler that's true <laughs> Also, those two things might be one and the same. Honestly, I mean, what's what's really the difference? Her and um, God, what was that one season of American Horror Story? Oh, I don't know. Honestly, um, if you've seen any seasons of American Stevie Horror Nicks, Story, Stevie I'd... Nicks was like the the oh the witches one, yeah. the witches coven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeremiah's old joke watch... on Game Bar, where she was going to walk into a Home Depot and all the fans start up behind her. Huh. <laughs> I don't think you need to watch Hocus Pocus if you've seen American Horror Story is what I was going to say. I feel like those are the same thing. Those are the same fandoms. There's so much overlap there. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, we had a I, I, I enjoy Hocus Pocus, but it I just enjoy my my plan to derail the conversation long enough to eat this little bowl of Cheetos was successful. By great. the way, that's great. Todd is it's completely gone. Keep, this is the last. We're going to keep it all in. We're keeping it all in. Yeah, this is what the people pay for. They want to hear us shooting the shit, and then maybe we get they around talking do, about She-Hulk. Eventually, maybe we'll we talk don't. about She-Hulk. I mean, you know what needs to happen in season two of She-Hulk is like a musical episode because that's the only place it would work. Sure. I feel like that will happen. I honestly very well. That seems like a foregone conclusion at this point. Yeah. The thing that I really want to happen is for Deadpool to come to the MCU before She-Hulk season two mm. so that they can have a fourth wall off. Well, they are, though. I mean, at this point, Deadpool <laughs> is coming back with Hugh Jackman, which is crazy. I in mean, its own yes. Self. I don't know how we have. We didn't even mention this when we recorded the podcast, but like Hugh Jackman's coming back yeah. for one more role as wolverine people are so upset about this people are like Why? what does this mean for the mcu and i'm like nothing it just nothing. means it doesn't mean anything, <laughs> it, doesn't mean anything. It, doesn't mean anything at all. it just means that it's hugh like, jackman and, and ryan reynolds wanted to do a movie together so they are and everybody already knew they wanted to do that because they've said also, for the past 15 years they wanted to do that do you know how many people messaged me and they were like ryan how do you feel about hugh jackman coming back in the marvel universe as wolverine i'm like this is great because they're casting a new wolverine for a MCU and we get to keep Hugh Jackman as Wolverine so like this is the best scenario we get two Wolverines that's great <laughs> like I'm not going to complain about that yeah Anytime. it also Give me as many Wolverines as possible lends credence to the rumor that the Fox contracts are still in effect with all the actors and I don't know how that's going to yeah. shake out but I, I don't I mean no either I also think it's silly that people are like Logan was supposed to be the goodbye to Hugh Jackman and I can't believe he's ruining his legacy like they were going to take him up back and shoot him movie. afterwards right like <laughs> 
do you think he's gonna get turned into glue? Like, what do, what do you think happens? Like, <laughs> thanks, thanks for playing Wolverine all those years, old yeller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like what? he's allowed to have fun. Also, this doesn't take away Logan. Like, it doesn't make it retroactively not exist anymore. Like. Also, Logan takes away from itself. It does. That movie kind makes of no silly. sense at the I end. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I know people really liked it at the time because they were like, finally, the Marvel Universe okay. is as dark as Batman begins. And it's like, you know, it did. Nobody wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Begins, you know, the movie where Christian Bale is a ninja. That one. Yeah. The serious Batman, Todd. The, the serious, serious Batman. Batman. The one that was Where realistic. Liam Neeson has a very particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. That one. <laughs> and there's like a train. Always. And-, and sometimes he's a Jedi. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anywho, this is a great I'm show, excited everybody. about Hugh Jackman coming back because I don't think it matters at all. And it doesn't affect anything yeah. because it's a Deadpool movie. <laughs> It's fucking Deadpool. <laughs> because that's what I'm looking for in a Deadpool movie is a very serious adherence to canon. Yeah. Like, it's like, like it doesn't matter at all. It's not going to affect anything. You know, honestly, if I've learned anything from She-Hulk, it's that I very want, I very much want the Deadpool movie to have a character. It's like, excuse me, I don't think Mr. Jackman should be playing. And then Wolverine just stabs him. Yes. Or some shit like that. I mean, that could happen in Deadpool happen. 3. That could. It happens like 50 times in She-Hulk. So, and yeah success and that's the you. best part about she-hulk because that they keep on having people stand up that are making fun of those obnoxious people that will just be in the show and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> truly i was in such i was in such a conflicted mood about this show over like over time not at one particular were you moment, conf- like- okay i'm sorry were you conflicted about the show or were you conflicted about the people's reaction to the show no i actually was conflicted about the show okay i okay. always and en- i always enjoyed it let me start off with that i thoroughly enjoyed she hulk i think it was one of the better mcu shows not like i kind of set the the netflix shows off in their own little world because mm-hmm. they're very different than the stuff that has been on except Disney+. now you can't anymore because now they're here literally in they're on well, but they do have a different production team and they were made at a different time period so i mean it is true yeah, that true. they had their own vibe i think it's one of, i think it's definitely like top three mcu uh top top three top four i don't know i would put it kind of same level with um um loki miss marvel wandavision loki. yeah like i really liked yeah. loki but I, I don't think it was like the best best show mm-hmm. um but I've, i i enjoyed it but i'm also like you know part of why i like the show is that they're very deliberately taking digs at the exact Marvel bro asshats that are going to hate this show. Mm-hmm. And I really like that they did that. But the fact that that ended up being like the major plot beat, part of me was like, I really wish they didn't have to do this, though. You know what yeah, I mean? I, like, see what you're saying. I wish it could have just been a She-Hulk show where She-Hulk was funny and it was like a fun legal sitcom and they didn't have to base the comedy on how awful men are <laughs> not, not because i disagree men are awful right like it, it kills me that the show was so much about literally including the voices of people who could not be normal about this show and then pointing out it's like the show is basically saying look at how not normal these people can be mm-hmm. but I, I i don't know like like, it's was it a I, self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy to, to have the show bit, be about yeah. that and then force the conversation every week to be about the response to She-Hulk? Because that's what She-Hulk yeah. itself is about. Yeah. Right. I guess I'm because I, OK, here's how I would say it. I like preemptively made jokes at my own extent. I still do it. Right. Like, that's a thing you learn to do as a fat person, mm-hmm. for example. I think it's you, something you, you do as like jokes, a, a person, right? Or, or like, a queer person or whatever. Right. right. Like, like any you sort make of the joke before somebody else can. You're like, I'm, right. I'm already and, doing it. So you can't. You can't fire me. I quit. Right. Exactly. It's a survival thing. Right. But like and then but I do that. And then I think of Hannah Gatsby's Nanette. Right. And she's just like, wow. Yeah, I noticed I was doing that and how bad it fucking hurt me to do it all the time. And maybe I should stop doing it. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's when I say I was conflicted about the show. That's what I mean. I'm kind of like, I wish we lived in a world where that particular plot focus didn't need to be a thing. But I also right. They did the best possible that they could with it. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I I do. 
wish that the show had just been about She-Hulk being She-Hulk and not necessarily about the men who hate her. I, I, it was more of a side plot than, I I mean, I don't really know. I guess this is why people didn't like the show because the show doesn't have like an overarching narrative. Season two though, that won't focus on that. I mean, they're already in pre-production on season two, but it's going to take a couple years because the CGI for this show is so extensive. Also they have like a plan. They can't just stick She-Hulk randomly into like next year, but well, yeah, like where, where does she fit on the gigantic conspiracy corkboard that is the? I know, right? Well, I right? mean, they've got like, some kind of plan because even in this show, in the last episode, they said like five separate times, they're like, "Can't wait to do season two. Like, they clearly knew that they were going to be successful enough to make another season, or at least put her into some other Hulk property. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but if there's a season two, I don't think they would do all that focus that we saw in this season. I I agree with you guys in the sense that I think that the best part of the show for me was all the comedy beats that were in the courtroom. Like I love Harvey Birdman and all the pieces in this that like were in the courtroom were like, so Harvey Birdman that I just was like, I want to see this like throughout. Like I, I want them to have like she Hulk running consecutively with all the Marvel content that's coming out and be like, okay, but this is what's happening after this movie happens. And then we see some recurring characters and some stupid shit that's happening in that world that she Hulk's like just having to deal with legally. It's like, okay, but who's going to pay for the property damage mm-hmm. of like Tony Stark stomping through some city and his Hulk buster costume and tony's like but i'm really rich and she hulk's like that doesn't help (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like that would work really well but i also know that the writers of this show had said that they kind of realized in the course of writing it that that wasn't very interesting to them but i feel like the result is a lot of stuff in the show that's kind of dropped and not explained like i still don't really know who taught who um what's jamila jamil's character's name uh, the oh, ta- the Titania. Titania. Like, I don't really know why she's on the show. <laughs> like, I don't really understand. It was a really long time before I realized that was Jamila Jamil. That was what made me feel sad. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, she's she wearing a vaguely familiar. really bad wig <laughs> and doing an American accent. But it is Jamila Jamil under all of that makeup. I mean, she's having a good time. Well, I mean, she has an great. intentionally bad wig. I think oh, that's the... <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, it's not as if they were trying Disney for a good wig and fail. Disney could a better wig. They chose yes. a bad one for her. And her American accent? I think that good. was like part of the joke. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think she did a great job. I'm just like, I'm not really sure why her character was there. You know, like, I don't know if I can really coherently explain. I also I also don't. Well, I think it would have made sense. I mean, this is a very different take of Titania in this show. Right. So like it's somebody who is just trying to steal the She-Hulk brand basically but i don't know why she busted into yes. the courtroom in that second episode i don't know why she does that and, like, and i also don't know why she shows also, up at the end either. where do her powers come from that's like something that's really funny to me in this tv show is that they don't explain where any of these characters are coming from or why they have powers and i'm like so are they all just mutants is that what we're getting at i really loved the first like the first episode where she's out at emil's um like retreat man man psychology camp yeah. I, I, compound like I didn't want to call it a compound like a cult, <laughs> but it is kind of like a cult so yeah. I guess it's appropriate like the whole time I was super this, one of the stupidest jokes of that episode that I loved is one Spanish guy the guy the guy who responds oh. to Spanish Spanish is a language not a geisha or he's just like wait are you talking about um, you're talking about Manbol. what's his name? Alagia. He he. Who is a mutant? That's a mutant character. Really? Right. That's that's the, that's the thing that I thought was really funny is that the, I was expecting the lead up to this whole episode to be that these people just think they have powers and like they really don't. But they do. And then he like, fires off lightning randomly in the middle of the session, and I'm like, oh, they they just did it then. Yeah. Like, they just actually went and did it. Yeah. He actually has powers. Yeah, they all do. And that was amazing. I loved that. That yeah. was a great little comedic comedic I mean, yeah. manbull you kind of you kind of get you can't get around that one right no. like it, he's a it man was clearly not a mask he was a man bull mm-hmm. but i mean i i guess i feel like i'm i'm saying i like that they don't ever explain why any of the characters are there because it's how yeah. the average person in the marvel universe feels is like all these people with superpowers are showing up and i don't understand what the fuck is going on and that is exactly. kind of how the show feels to watch and that's what i think works about it like to me it was just a fun sitcom to watch every week 
and I had a great time every single time I watched it. And that is enough for me. I didn't really need it to have an overarching plot that made sense. I didn't really need it to work in the MCU in some larger way. I didn't feel like the finale was disappointing or something. I just had a great time the whole time. And that is all I ever really wanted from it. I also like that they do have these characters with these powers. They're like, they're like, yeah, people just randomly have powers sometimes. And we'll get around to explain that eventually. But like, but like not sometimes on this show. we don't also, know why they have powers, too. And also, so but there's like, vampires. Wait, hold on. This is the first show that was like out, like completely open about the fact that there's vampires. There's just vampires. <laughs> there's like also there's vampires. And it's like really I can, I don't know. It works for the sense that like but she hopes able to call out how weird the fact that the MCU has like aliens and mutants and vampires and like as guardians and like a and guy gods. who can make magic portals and evade the law because of I, that I, right like, that's absurd I, right. that was like there was so much want on this show oh hold on everyone stop we have to talk about madison all i can see in my eye when you bring her up is that picture that someone photoshopped of her dialogue onto gene ray blowing somebody up it's incredible. It's perfect. <laughs> it's like the super close up on her face, and all you can see in the the text bubble is, but it's not where you think. And the next panel is someone literally exploding. Okay, but that was wait. That was also another X Men reference because she went to Limbo. Yep, she did. She literally went and she was like, "Are you the Goblin King?" I saw a bunch of goblins, mm-hmm. and Maddie's like watching it with Dina, and, and I was like, like "That's, that's Limbo. Limbo," and Dina was like, "I don't really care or know what's happening." Dina's like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, I feel like this I, this was a show Dina really liked and we watched week to week. I mean, she liked Miss Marvel, too, but I'm always sort of interested in what shows she likes most as a person who hasn't read any comics. Isn't really right. Because person. the fact that the comedy well, in this show works. Now, well, exactly. Right? So it's like the fact that this comedy show in this show works really well for somebody who doesn't know all those references, I think, speaks to its quality. I, and it's also like if you do know the references, great. But that's always a tough line to walk for Marvel properties, like between catering to the fans and also doing something that's actually fun to watch for other people. Yeah. The thing that gets me is right. Like, yes, when when mutants were added to not like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the Marvel Universe, right? Like back in the the, the 60s, they were first published in the 60s, right? Yeah. Something like that. 60s or 70s, something like like that. No, no, 60s. You got it. Something like that. But 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 Marvel Comics existed well before the X-Men did. Mm-hmm. And like, why does this person randomly have superpowers? A mutant. They're a mutant is an easy answer that came along with the X-Men. But there's like 10, 20 years of comics beforehand where people had completely bullshit powers. And the only explanation was just like they're a clown and clowns have powers in this universe. Yeah, Avengers, right. I mean, Avengers villains were given completely bullshit powers, yep, like 100%. well before mutants were even in the Marvel universe. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what this show was echoing with, you know, like, like the, the freaking elf lady who turns into Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, really? <laughs> exactly. yeah. Just like, yeah, some people are just powerful, and they're from yeah, another some planet. Just question fucking mark. Have powers. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I kind of love that, and also Megan Thee Stallion even being there at all it was amazing. So okay, would that only happen? The bit because... where she fans herself at the end of that. I love the it. Mister. Oh, oh that yeah, so that's funny. so good. So the reason why she was on the show is because Nikki Ramos and her are friends, and Nikki's like, "Hey, can you do this show?" And she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, not Nikki Ramos. That's the name of the character. Ginger Gonzaga is the name of the character. That's or is the name of the person who's friends with mm-hmm. uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and Nikki Ramos is the character. Yeah, she's and the Nikki assistant to excellent. Jennifer. Walters yeah, she's the paralegal the show, who is like trying to remember. So amazing, by the way. She, she's I loved funny. all the bits that she got to do with that other kid, Pug. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the whatever they would just go off and like have separate adventures, like trying to do stuff for Jennifer. Very good. Was so funny to me. Here's my shameful admission. I kind of want to fuck Pug. <laughs> okay, I also want to fuck Pug. <laughs> You guys want to fuck yeah. a conventionally attractive actor? I'm shocked to hear it. What? <laughs> you it's, should it's be not... shocked to hear it. How many times have I said I really want to bang this okay. conventionally attractive guy in the okay, time that we've known each other? To be though. fair, Pug on this show is definitely one of those like really attractive like guys that are like, I'm definitely straight. It's like, no, but you also suck dick. We can tell that's your deal. Like, but don't also, even. Okay. But like Nikki is definitely queer. A thing that just kind of like just floated on by in the show. I enjoyed that. 
I don't think I even caught that. Yeah, I don't even know what you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, she's she's very if you watch the early episodes, she's very definitely minimum bisexual. She talks about a couple women that were like exes. Oh, she does do that. Hmm. You're right. I forgot about that. I'm gonna rewatch this. Cool. But I love that. I love that. I love that she can just be quietly by and everyone's just like awesome. <laughs> I mean, there was like a lot of that. She wasn't mysteriously show. followed around by purple lightning, purple lighting at any time. You know, it's not like things suddenly got like weirdly light cyan and vaguely violet every time she was around or anything mm-hmm. like that. Just yeah. There was um, Mr. Immortal who shows up with like. Yeah, he has an ex-husband. And like one of them was like a man. I love and that. Like, how many. How many not people? prepared for the Great Lakes fucking Avengers to show up in this show. <laughs> okay, but like it was kind of perfect that they put it in She-Hulk though because the Great Lakes Avengers are such a joke anyway, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like kind of perfect. Yeah, I liked I liked so this, this show. We're Squirrel just, Girls. That's all I want. Yeah, know. it felt like the kind of show where Squirrel Girl would suddenly be there. Would she show could. Up. Maybe season two. Oh, you know that she's eventually going to get her own MCU show. That's inevitable. Oh my god, people like, you love know she. that's happening. They love Squirrel Girl. There's no way that she wouldn't get her own show. Yeah, I love Squirrel Girl too. Who doesn't like Squirrel Girl? She's great. I don't know the same people who didn't like this show. So I, I know we don't always like to talk about the response to a show, but since the show is about the response to a show, I do feel <laughs> like the response has been really strange. I mean. We could talk about it. I mean, we talked about how like the WandaVision. Yeah. People couldn't handle that either. They like, couldn't. although people really liked WandaVision and people really like She-Hulk. It's just like, like people have feelings and then like lose their minds because they have feelings. I feel That's like kind I've of seen the issue here. a lot of people say that they don't think that She-Hulk is funny and they find it grating and impossible to watch. And I'm just like, what were they men? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but like as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, I bet they were the exact people who were being made fun of yes, by the show. the show. And I'm kind of, I am kind of like, is this just a thing where people can't deal with how funny Tatiana Maslany is? Because she's so funny. She is so funny. I was like messaging you guys in episode two. I was like, guys, I can't. Tatiana Maslany is like so funny that I'm re- rewinding. I love her facial, her facial expressions, expressions and her delivery is oh so God. great. I just, I mean, I loved her going into the show and I was so Talk excited. Talk about like perfect her, casting for this character. She's great. By the way. And I'm just like, if you don't think that she is extremely charming and funny, then yeah, you will hate the show. But also what's going on? With also, you? are you a real person? <laughs> and why do you hate yeah, like, fun get so therapy. much? Like what? Yeah. I'm just baffled by God. her. I'm really baffled. She's so good. And I, I, I love her. I was reading some review. Well, I, reading is a strong word. I was skimming it. And like, I think the Daily Beast by some guy who hated the show and said it was garbage. Of course it was a man. And I was just like, why is this guy so angry? <laughs> like, he's so mad at this show. And I I'm know, like, you know, what's it's crazy? a sitcom. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be dumb and fun and simple. Like, what did you want it to I be? I think, okay, Todd said that literally somewhere in the middle of watching season. He's like, why do people like not understand this is a sitcom? Yeah, like, why I, can't they? I really want to know the answer to that question, especially because that's like the whole plot of the finale. Yes, it's like yeah. this it's is, also is it because like, every other like, Marvel show wait, has hold it on. Been a Marvel content is funny, and it's like all the Marvel shows and yeah. movies have been funny. Well, all they of them. Are, There'd be like a fair, dark scene are. happening, and then like Tony Stark's like making a joke while people are dying. Like that has been well, but the that MCU. is a very different vibe than what this show is doing. Like this show. Yeah, I think is the first sitcom like all the other ones have been like action comedies or like they have they have jokes, but they're not a sitcom. I guess like there were there were episodes of what if that were very definitely sitcom. That's true. OK, the one with the um, freaking uh, Black Panther as Star Lord. Yeah. definitely was like funny and amazing. But I don't I know. That, that, was those heist, same that was a heist movie. Though, were right? watching like, that wasn't really a sitcom. I, I just feel right. like. Yeah. yeah, that's also true. Are you guys excited for season two of What If? <laughs> kind no. of, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess the I thing that kills me is like what I really, really. Okay, so the the finale that aired this week started, and it's all like like you could literally see them ticking down, which you know you find out that they were doing on purpose, but like you could see them ticking down the boxes, right? Like mm-hmm. you could tell that like. Uh, I hate that the guy's name is Todd. Can we just call him the asshole? You know that he's going to get Hulk powers. You know that the Hulk is going to show up from space for some reason. Yep. I don't fucking know why Emil is giving inspirational talks. This is like a giant <laughs> yeah. monster guy, but whatever. Right? Like, <laughs> all that Titanium stuff is happening. I was so afraid going into the finale. I'm like, oh my God. All I could think of was Maddie's 
arguments because I just listened to the WandaVision episode that we did after WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Maddie said the same thing. She's just like, it's if the MCU just like arrives, like riding on a white horse uh, for the finale. Like it's been a completely different show. Then the finale shows up and suddenly it has to be a little MCU. Yes. Movie. Yeah. Right. Which sucks. We hated it about WandaVision and I would hate it if it happened here. And as I mean, so, literally as soon as I was having that thought, Tatiana Masley <laughs> yeah. turns to the camera and goes, Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> and the rest of the episode is dedicated to her basically saying, this is a fucking sitcom, bro. What yes. Is happening. Yes. Like it needs to just be uh, jokes about same her daddy, hooking same up issues. with Daredevil and like Bruce Banner shows up at the end and everybody's like, why are you here? Like that was amazing. <laughs> She's like fucking standing there. She's like, I smash walls and bad endings. And sometimes Matt Murdock. I, I was it. like, <laughs> I loved it. I actually love that. Like she gets dick in this show. And I, I think love that's it. fantastic. And I love that way. it's fucking <laughs> daredevil. It's so great. She's like, listen, I have needs. And it's like, it's probably not going to work out between them, but I love that for them. They both had a great time, right. you know, like, right. Also, I it can't really believe they never ch- hooked up in the comics. I looked that up and they never have. How is that possible? No, absurd. No, because she hosts like because comics. Matt Murdoch is kind of a dick. Hmm. Like, yeah, he, he's but not. he is a slut. He's actually a slut in the comic books. He is sleeps he? with everyone. Yeah, he does. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I'm the, I'm the one person who is just like, okay, I I respect that you get to bang somebody because everyone has needs. I kind of wish it wasn't Matt Murdock because I really don't like him. Okay, Matt Murdock, but, but Charlie Cox is a beautiful man. He is. So he's we'll he is. It. It's a shame they put him in that suit. <laughs> okay, but it's a, it's funny that he shows up in that suit and Jennifer's like. What the fuck? Are you? That's ugly. She's like, you're what dressed as a devil, like, like, and I'm supposed to think you're the good guy. I thought that was very funny. Okay. Also, he shows up. He's like, I'm Daredevil. She's like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I appreciate it. She's like, who? <laughs> that whole scene was great. I loved the Daredevil episode. It was all wonderful. I yeah. This show's very funny. I laugh multiple times every episode. I just, I don't know. I have no complaints. Thought the finale was great. Thought the writers' room was fun. That whole scene. Thought thought Kevin Feige as a robot was that was actually Jennifer Gow in that. I assumed it was. I assumed it was. It was. It was. Yeah, which I thought was rad. Um, But yeah, Kevin Feige as a robot. I love it. We love to see it. We love. We love. A Kevin Feige who can make fun of himself. Did you see? Did you notice that Kevin Feige's robot was still wearing the hat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the joke. I mean, come on. I know, but I think that's (laughs) amazing. I just want it. Sorry, this is going to bug me if I don't do it. I said Jennifer. It's Jessica. I don't know why I forgot her first name. It's well, fun. we know who you were talking about because we were like, yeah. So <laughs> you're good. Awful. They call her Jessica in well, the show too. Know. I think like they call her by her actual name. Like yeah. that's her character name and also her. I feel like I could name. be forgiven for mistaking Jennifer and Jessica. I'm just I'm no. Nope, you're I canceled. Her last name you're canceled. <laughs> <I'm> canceled. <laughs> Luke Jacobson, the the fashion designer. Yes. The guy that plays him did made he made a really interesting statement. He was like, I'm really excited to be in the MCU. He's like, and I'm playing this character gay. I don't care what yeah, else wants, I but love this that. is what I'm doing. How, because, how could you possibly play that character straight? How I don't know. How? But he You can't. I he mean, was like, our, at Polygon, Susanna Polo wrote an article about the original comics version of him and how he was coded as a gay character even back then. Yeah. So I, right. she basically, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that was yeah, an actual comic. It's an actual comic strip character. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was a white character way back in like the 70s that, that he was written, but he definitely was coded as a gay. I mean, they couldn't have him come out, but he's he's very flamboyant. like everybody, like everybody. But it, what's interesting is that he Griffin Matthews was talking about the role. He's like, I was really excited to play this role because still currently where the gay superheroes i have nobody to look up to mm-hmm. when i was a kid and still there isn't anybody and he's like this still and he was he was talking about it's like this still really honestly isn't close enough and like where are the gay superheroes like i'm glad that we have black panther now but like where are gay superheroes and i was like man i and it was like in response to like something that marvel posted be like oh check out griffin matthews and he retweeted he's like yeah i had fun doing this but uh we're gay superheroes and i was like damn dude you're like in the marvel film and you're calling them out i like it i mean i like i mean if there's a place to do it she hulk's the right place to be right you know it's yeah. like calling the mcu out and all its bullshit which she does yeah like she hulk fucking listing off that every character has fucking daddy issues and she's like <laughs> Sorry. same daddy same issues might be the best line in the whole episode <laughs> really delightful loved it 
also it's like just her really highlighting good. how many of the movies early on were about dudes was pretty fun as well like god yeah even even the the stealing their blood to get powers thing mm-hmm. i like right, that she happened. was like well, delete that that's stupid i was just like she's like god. just get rid of that that's dumb <laughs> she, i mean like yeah because like even uh, black panther is a fantastic movie but i remember finishing him like i love this movie but why does black panther have to fight evil black panther at the end yeah like, why and is even it how the movie every itself thing is like okay killmonger is going to be like a well-rounded character who's like got actual political motivations but then at the end he's going to be evil black panther it's like that's all you <laughs> can come up with like that's all they can come up with. It's, it's like it's not even like exclusive to the mcu no. it happens in dc shit too it's like people can't write a superhero film apparently without that superhero having to fight this another villain with the exact same power set and it's like i mean come on, we're talking guys. like junior junior year of high school english class level allegory here right where like the true the true enemy is the self mm-hmm. yeah. only the self is another dude wearing the same clothes and you have to punch <laughs> him out instead of dealing with your own fucking issues for right some reason. right right like, i mean even the abomination is evil hulk i mean that is what the, mo- the movie that he's yeah from. and so it's like you, okay here's ugh. my here's my only regret about the getting rid of the stealing her blood plot line which is dumb the, the, the threat of getting rid of it is good it is a sound narrative choice the only thing that's sad is that it feels like it deprives it because the line that the guy with the name says right is, i can't fuck this show Todd i'm Phelps. a good person damn it um <laughs> The line that right. not Todd says. Much so much more impetus to continue going by Fox instead of Todd now, by the way. Um, <laughs> only because of this one character on Channel. Only because of like, well, I needed like half a reason, and this show is just what's gonna kick it over the edge. Just like Todd is just gonna be an asshole in every like superhero show. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with Fox, and it's fine. When he injects himself, he's just like, You didn't have to earn your powers. I earned it. The Hulk earned it. And I'm like, no, he didn't. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that's the point yeah, of that, they, is that they they were they don't in the show, and we were robbed of the chance for Tatiana Maslany to say it, which I think our delivery would have been really good. It would have been really like, good. You're right. The Hulk got his powers by accident. Yeah, you got his powers from me by theft. Nobody earned shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of surprised <laughs> they didn't have that line in there before she yeah. breaks the fourth wall and is like, this is stupid. But I, maybe they felt like it was already self-evident that he was wrong. Too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they already had so many things going on where she was like, wait, you, that whole scene was Tatiana Masalini being like, wait, hold on. Wait, now this person's here. Wait, she's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, she's, it's quite also good. her crawling across the Disney Plus menu is fantastic. It's really fun Love to it. watch. I it's really that. I it's funny because it happened because it's like, wait, did the show stop? And I know if. 10 years from now, if you watch She-Hulk, it's not going to work mm-hmm. anymore because it's like, be it's going to have else. a different UI or some shit. And it's not, and you're right, just going right, to be right. like, what am I looking at? But like at? at the time this came out, we'd be like, what is happening? I don't know. But yeah, I, I appreciate that she picked, she picked a behind the scenes documentary. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. being made to she be was like, this will work. I'll crawl work. on over here. Well, yeah. Cause she has to get in there. They did give her a chance to Hulk out, but it was just like some pro wrestling shit against security guards and like nobody really got hurt, mm-hmm. but she was still able to. Hulk okay. Out there was little. somebody who like works for Marvel that said they'd never have been felt more seen than that scene where they made She Hulk sign this sign an NDA. NDA and then it hit the alarm anyway. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> the guy's just like, it's like, well, everybody has to sign the NDA. <laughs> <laughs> what I appreciated is that she was. I mean, she was still crawling pretty fast, but you could hear like the lawyer gears turning as she was reading the document. Right. She's mm-hmm. just like, OK, is it actually OK for me to sign this thing? Yeah, I know. I was thinking that for her. She also signed at Sea Hulk, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. That is really amazing because it's like technically not her real name. Hmm. No. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's fun, too. NDA non-binding. <laughs> it's not binding. And what's also fun is then when she meets Kevin Feige, she's just like listing off the shit in the middle of it. She goes, when are we getting the X-Men? Yeah. And turns to the camera and gives a thumbs up. And he's like, I can't tell you that. Yeah, I was like, wow, she's allowed to say the words the X-Men? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I literally, like in my head, a, a little... A little Ryan Pagella cartoon head just appeared in the corner of my <laughs> screaming its of head my off. TV. Well, are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't me just in Slack doing that? I it's possible. I mean, I do yeah, think you went probably. into Slack and you were like, She Hulk mentioned the X-Men. She Hulk mentioned yeah. the X-Men, you guys. <laughs> 
It's like, okay. Okay. So some context for the viewers at home. I watched this show at like noon (laughs) on Thursday and then Ryan watched it much later that night. And then then I watched it the following day, Friday. Right. So, so there's like, sort of like a rolling seen, <laughs> list of reactions in Slack according to each person. I had to spend like time. two days not talking about anything because I'm like, okay, the twist of this episode is actually a thing that will ruin it if Maddie hears it before she actually gets to see it. So I'm like I was glad desperately trying to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> it's, are you going to call me out? Is that, is that what you're about? No, to do? you you no, didn't. You, didn't, spoil, you didn't spoil anything. Oh, okay. You did. I thought I did. But I'm like, right, that's in good. my head, I'm just like, okay, but the X Men come up, and Ryan's not going to be able to not talk about it (laughs) (laughs) Todd carefully navigating this social field of our slack yeah I'm like bracing myself for that moment (laughs) hoping that it's just Ryan going oh my god Maddie I can't wait for you to see them talk about the (laughs) x-men and then stopping which for the record is what he did yes I really appreciate your self-control yeah Ryan wasn't like and Tatiana Mazzani pauses the episode and enters the Disney Plus menu (laughs) I mean, I'm glad that wasn't spoiled for me. I mean, you did mention Kevin Feige, but it's an MCU show, so that's not... And it's a comedy, and we knew it was a comedy, so it's like, that's not like a far... That's not that's not a bridge too but far also, like, across. But also, I, I right? feel like, like we knew that it was going to have to happen, because traditionally in the comics, she has literally stepped out of panels mm-hmm. to, like, yell at John Byrne or whoever. Yeah, and yeah, be like, yeah. I'd be like, you're on. drawing me wrong or whatever. She's done things <laughs> like, like that. Yeah, and then people are like, no, get back in the comic book! And I was like, so I knew that in this end episode that she somehow was going to break the fourth wall and wind up at a Marvel studio been, of some she'd kind. She'd been doing it the whole show. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not, it's not like it came out of nowhere. She'd been having right. asides to the to the viewer like the whole time. Yeah. But I think it was translated really well to do it like because obviously they can't do it the same way in the comic book to make herself aware that she's in a comic book. And I think having Deadpool already having paved the way on this a little bit made it a little bit easier. But like, well, she I feel hoped, like it like, says really a lot like, that men are cool with Deadpool and think he's fucking hilarious, but they couldn't stand this show. But anyway, well, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it's really funny because people are like, I can't believe. OK, this makes me crazy because I saw a lot of people online that were like those people that we're discussing right now that were like, I can't believe that she Hulk just copying what Deadpool did. I'm like, she Hulk was before Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Many years. she was doing the breaking the fourth wall thing in like the 70s. Like it's really Deadpool copied her. Yes, it's like honestly, even Spider Man kind of did it a little bit before Deadpool. That's true. You're right. And Deadpool is also more of a commentary on Spider Man. I mean, he's a parody of of a lot of characters. Also, Mojo. I think Mojo has done it a few times. Where he's been like, oh, whatever. We're also in a comic book. Who cares? This is my TV show. I, you know. I, wait until we get Mojo in this world in the MCU. How the hell is that going to work? I'm really okay if that never happens. <laughs> yeah, Mojo. I don't. I don't. I kind of don't. Him. I kind of don't like Mojo's visual design. I, I would no, be I okay if Mojo appeared in some other form. Me too. What if they just did Mojo as like as like a robot? That'd be kind of cool. Actually, I want to be Rupert Murdoch or Spiral. Keep Spiral. She's a robot. She's cool. My Spiral's not a robot, but <laughs> okay. Well, she's a cyborg. <laughs> I would love Mojo if he were legitimately just like the CEO of a super consolidated media empire. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Instead of like a fat phobic robot. He's basically like, like a Jabba the Hutt parody, you know, like I, I think he might yeah, have also been before Jabba, but he, he's really clearly a nod to Jabba. I really don't ever need to, to see a Hutt again either, frankly. So. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying, saying I feel like that is what they're they're doing. Yeah, but Mojo himself aside, I do like the idea that there's like this other world where people are just being thrown into be like, you're going to be the the stars of my reality tv show except if you die here like it's for real mm-hmm. like i think that's a fun interesting concept and i feel but like they've also you done could, it you with could merge like arcade mojo. And stuff they've done similar yeah, I was stuff. Gonna say, you could merge like mojo and arcade and have them be somebody who like took over sakar after jeff goldblum got deposed mm-hmm since you're talking about Sakar, can we just the fact that like okay, oh, God. Scar's here now and people are like, yeah. are they going to erase Hulkling? I'm like, no, because this character also does exist in the comic books. Like there is there's two young Hulks. One is Hulk's son. The other one is not well, actually a Hulk. Yeah, but- I was going to say, and Hulkling's <laughs> not a Hulk. That's kind of. Yeah, that's the other bit. Yeah, I already I mean, forgot about Scar. Think, <laughs> that's how little I legitimately care. like that happened, and I'm sitting here going like, "Oh my god, did they have?" I, it felt like the product of a, what was probably an intense writers' room negotiation with marketing. Yeah, 
Which oh, is yeah. also right. kind of like, how the you, whole episode feels, you know? It's like, as pretty much. Being but that's how we appreciate it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I kind of get that, like, somebody from PR or marketing was in the room going, look, you can have your parody episode where you make fun of the whole MCU. That's fine. It actually technically cements customer loyalty, so it's not really a big deal. But you do have to market the next thing in the MCU that's just in the contract. I kind of wish like, they, Jessica they had, like, okay, fine. There'll be a picnic and he shows up at the picnic. Good enough for you. But like, why, why couldn't we have She-Hulk turn around and be like, wow, they just added a character here. Yeah, like, I would have loved if she had been like, no, we're not doing anything. that again, Kevin, like shouting at the sky. <laughs> but she was too busy being like, hey, Matt Murdock's here and I got to stick my vagina on top of his penis. Yeah, That's I mean, what's she's a little distracted there, which is valid. I mean, I thought that whole scene was very funny. Well, also like they added her whole family like that's those are characters that are like not traditionally in the comic books and they just like gave that to her which i actually really liked i thought that was a good addition okay, to the tv was, show was her was her dad cousin dad? larry from perfect strangers i don't know oh i felt God. like her dad was hauntingly familiar the whole fucking time and you're gonna I have to wiki that one I'm i am I don't gonna have to know. wiki that one there's like so many characters in this show that like if you go to Wikipedia, there's like a huge list. And then underneath the list, there's like two paragraphs with more characters. Yeah, he's in. He's from he's from Perfect Strangers, Todd. <laughs> he's Larry. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, I tried to yeah. back away from my mic before I celebrated with that woo. That was yes. OK, he was Larry. I mean, I he was Cousin Larry. I was right. Suck it, world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Great. Cool. This show's good. My guys. memory of TV shows from the 80s remains intact. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He was on Allie McBeal. Oh, it was usually. You know what, Todd? I'm proud of you because usually I'm the one that's like, oh, that's that character, the actor that was like a child in the 80s. And now they're an adult in this TV show. And Maddie's like, what are you saying? Yeah, I, you I never about? know what's going on. I didn't watch any television uh, in the 80s, so. Can't really speak oh, to of course, it. he's been on Law and Order SVU. Who hasn't been on Law and Order SVU? That's true. I feel like everybody, it's like the rite of passage at Disney World when everybody has to be the mascot costume before they can be a princess. It's the same thing in the Hollywood where you have to do like one episode of Law and Order <laughs> SVU. You, you have to have been on one of the Law and Order spinoffs. Yeah. The only yeah. one that's still going is SVU. So, or you need SVU, to have been on some other procedural crime how, drama. Wait, hold on. How has SVU been running for like 20 plus years? That is crazy to me. Okay. And like, it's, do we Never have any more end. thoughts on She-Hulk? Are we good? <laughs> have we done it? I want more court episodes. I like. I want to see Harvey Birdman live action. I hope they figure that out. I know Jessica Gao was very self-effacing in some of the interviews before this show and was basically like, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And I like felt for her in those moments because I was like... But they, it looked good. Honestly, that probably made it a better show. Yeah. I mean, I, but I know that she was like, we didn't really know how to write the courtroom scenes. And I think that's why they didn't right. do that many. But I hope they figure it out because those were actually really funny scenes. And God, what was, what I was think the they got this courtroom thing where the, the judge was like, yeah, 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 we know to, to <laughs> one of the other people in the room. I don't know. I can't even remember that. My God, that was so funny. Uh, it's a good show. Um, I'm gonna it watch was, a, it was it a thoroughly enjoyable show. I, I really wish we lived in a world where it didn't have to have like a strong subplot of men at all these douchebags on the internet. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I just I wish we could have used Tatiana Maslany's comedic chops for for better stuff. Maybe we can get yeah, there in season two. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, you but, know you know what I would like to season season uh, see in season two is you know that She Hulk run that was like a few years ago that was like her and Hellcat. Mm-hmm. I loved those comics. Those were fun. Yeah, that was, I think that, that was would Kate be really Leth. cool. Yeah, like, it was um, Kate Leth. And it was... Um, yeah, it was Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Patsy Hellcat. Walker. Yeah, I really yes. liked those. I liked those comics. Yeah, really I cute. think that'd be a fun way to bring back that actress from Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Here's, be fun. <laughs> here's my question, though. It really depends on how much of the Netflix stuff is, is canon to the MCU, right? Because I guess we're gonna, we'll the, find out, the, right? Where, where Patsy Walker ended... In the final season of Jessica Jones, does not have an immediate segue to sitcom with <laughs> It really like, doesn't. It really doesn't. There, there would need to be a significant period of like fanfic in between those two things to make them work. Well, I mean, it's also She Hulk where they could just be like, okay, so She Hulk turns to the camera. She's like, 
Yeah, so I know this shit happened with Patsy and season three of Jessica Jones, but we're just going to pretend it didn't happen. We're pretending like, that you know, never happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you see like a sequel to a movie and they just decide that they're going to recast people and like change a story and just not address it. We're going to do that right now. Yeah, I so. mean, I feel like they already kind of did that with Daredevil in the sense that like Matt Murdock on this show was just kind of a goofball who was hanging around, not being as good at fighting. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think that's going to be the case, like, the, though. The last, for, time we, the last time we saw him in the, in the I'm going to use heavy air quotes here, MCU, was Defenders. And well, technically, Matt no, it was, was Spider-Man. No. Spider-Man. Oh, he was, was in Spider-Man. In, yeah, he's Spider-Man. in Spider-Man. Yeah, he was the lawyer for Spider-Man. Yeah. And he, like, catches something that crashes the window. It's and crazy. Spider-Man's like, how'd you do that? He's like, I'm a very good lawyer. So... <laughs> But he's only in one scene in Spider-Man and he's just kind of a goofball in that as well. I mean, I guess, but like, I do think that it will be back to more serious tone for that new Daredevil show because we did have Kingpin return for Hawkeye and he was back to being like pretty terrifying in that. So that's true. That was more of a serious portrayal of him. So I guess they're kind of sticking with And Kate still kicked (laughs) his ass. (laughs) I just think like nothing's going to be like super serious in She-Hulk because it's a comedy. And I like that idea that we can take some of these actors and characters from the MCU, which is what I'd like to see in season two is like, see serious characters come in and be kind of goofy. Like Daredevil was and be like, like we're just like have Jessica Jones show up. But like, it's just a very comedic version of Jessica Jones. I don't know what that would be because I mean, it's Jessica Jones, but you know what I mean? Like in one of the very first storylines of um, Patsy Walker, AKA Hellcat, there's a whole like Patsy, Jessica Jones, she Hulk, thing like oh. she's just just as part of the one of the first major stories it's about um uh patsy's air quotes frenemy from high school who got the rights for the comic book that she was <laughs> so like the equivalent in the mcu would she got like the broadcast rights to that show that like canon montana like show that patsy was when mm-hmm. she was it's patsy yes right? like, yes f- because her mom is dead in either case right like she's dead in the mcu right. too she hires jessica to investigate the the frenemy hires jessica to investigate patsy and then they turn it around on her instead and jay uh, um Jenna's her lawyer. Yeah, that makes sense. That could happen. Who knows? Because it's like a thing you need a PI for and then a thing you need a lawyer for. So it can just be set up as a. Well, and that would would be really fun, actually. I like that. that. That was the capacity Patsy was working for Jen for a while when that comic started was that she was her investigator, like in the same way that um, uh, Jess was um, Trinity's. Carrie Ann Moss. I like how we do. We just uh, Jerry. Jerry is the name of the Jerry. character, but we're gonna That's call right. her Trinity at all She's points just Trinity going forward. From because um, what, what, how else do we know Carrie Ann Moss? Right? Yeah. I mean, we know her as Carrie Ann Moss, and we know her as Trinity. That's it. <laughs> I do have a She-Hulk thing that Ryan tried to bring up a while ago, and we ended up going in a completely different direction. But we do need to talk about Madison. Oh well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I what mean, what, what more is there to say? Do you have more thoughts? I, I two, uh, two, two ends, one eye, and it's not where you think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have more to the say. Thing, I the just thing that gets it. me about Madison is that everybody instantly fell in love with her, and I'm like. I don't get it, but I'm here for it. It's delightful. (laughs) She's really funny. And it's always funny to see regular people in the MCU. I mean, that's kind of what the joy of this show is, is that it's it's a bunch of regulars. I mean, it's funny to see like dumb white girl in there. That's like randomly just like drunk and stumbling into the fucking limbo. I don't actually think she's as dumb as we're supposed to think. Yeah, she's merely drunk, which she's just drunk. I think that's different. Right? Like, where she's just blithely telling Wong, okay, so there was this okay. guy named, Wait. named Jake, and I would tell you what happened, but I can't because he said if I disclose what happened with our pact, he would come to consume my soul. <laughs> <laughs> It's and so it's good. not like she's saying that sentence and has no idea what it means. She's just kind of blowing up past it because she's fucking toasted off her ass and doesn't really think anything of it at the moment. Yeah. By the way, I love that part at the end. Of the, it's like the post credit scene in the final episode where like Emil Blonsky is just waiting in his cell for Juan to finally show up. And he's like, I've been waiting for you. You've been fucking that girl, haven't you? Juan's like, no. <laughs> okay, yes. Is there, is there Wi-Fi? Yeah, there's Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm realizing they did that joke already, though, in the original Doctor Strange. 
when he well, asked yeah. for the Wi-Fi password. Mm-hmm. It's probably just like a throwback. It's just funnier it's throwback. in this version. It is funnier in this version, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I, the number of people enjoyed, who need I Wi-Fi on up. this show is funny. Wi-Fi is like a recurring <laughs> bit, a concept. It's a recurring also, thing. Also, like, is Abomination just not in his cell now? Did they just let him leave with Juan officially? Because he, like, packed his bags. Well, I mean, he didn't officially leave, Ryan. He left through a portal. Like, that was how that went down. <laughs> he, he escaped I again and was going to be taking uh, refuge in Wong's, like, sorcery castle. Like, he is he is a convict <laughs> on the run. He is. Okay, so he's hanging out with, like, America Chavez, like, making yeah. circles. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Siri, does Nepal have an extradition treaty with the United States? Honestly, I don't know if I do. And I don't know if anything to do with Wong's portal needs an extradition treaty with the united states because uh, we keep on saying wants portals and i keep on thinking like is this like slaying for a sex thing wants portals i mean maybe i don't know i don't, I don't know. know it kind of sounds like a furniture store to me <laughs> like Wong's <laughs> discount portal and sofa hut or some shit like that it's actually a speakeasy. All right. Oh I god. also bring up Madison because that was that was how I was just like, oh my god, a Black Phillip reference, and then the two of you spent an entire week telling me I was crazy. Yeah, well, because I was like, <laughs> I, I, why wasn't his name Philip then? Why they call I, him like, Jake? Also, I just assumed it. Well, but there's a character Copyright named Jake three in Limbo. <laughs> okay. But there's a character named Jake in Limbo in the Marvel comics. Is he a goat? Uh, I don't think so. Well, but, then like, Todd is apparently still right, and it's a Black Phillip reference. <laughs> that's, look, that's fine. all I wanted. I just wanted someone to admit that I was right. That's all I care okay, about. Fine, you are. You're, you're right. All, you're you're always right. right. And you you're know, right. we thank you. We love Even though to it's see very you. obvious neither of you believes those statements, I really appreciate <laughs> that you're saying them. I mean, I, I, I believe that it's an absolute reference to the bitch because, like. What else could it was it be a at black that point? goat who makes a demonic pact with somebody? How could it not? You could almost hear him going. Dost thou with? Dost thou live? Wish to live deliciously, Madison? Two ends, one eye. <laughs> I mean, I I'm down for it. I, I really I wish want more people to down. make fun of the Vavitch or Vitch or however we want to pronounce it. I I the Vitch. Um, I'm I want it to be a Black Phillip reference. I am. I will admit I'm not entirely convinced it is, but not because I don't want it to be. So. I want to believe. <laughs> okay, Jessica, please call us. Call like, us, Jessica. Us, we know you're give listening. Give us the cut. Give us the cut scene from the Madison episode where we clearly know whether or not that is Black Phil reference. I yeah, know we that need you to listen know. to the show Marvel. So <laughs> yeah, we're super popular, especially and, they, and that they contribute to your Patreon because that's the only way they would have access to this episode. That's fine. You know, maybe we'll just release it as an actual episode. We might do that. We might do that. Ryan is going to Disney World and we got to put something out. So, yeah, and I keep on missing weeks to record. So, when you go to visit Kevin, K E V I N, Mm -hmm. yeah. In Disney World, because he will be there. No, that's where he'll be. I'm not going to Disney World. I'm going to Kingdom Hearts. Right. Of course. You're going to Traverse Town. So when you're in Traverse Town and you're looking at all the different portals with Wong. (laughs) Man, this only makes me wish that Disney Springs was Traverse Town because it would work. It should be. It should be. You know what? Disney take, you know, okay, they don't do this at the Disney I'm going to, but if I was going to Disneyland on the West Coast, they do have like Kingdom Hearts stuff there. They have Sora and they have Donald and Goofy in their Kingdom Hearts costumes, mm-hmm. but they don't do that on the what, the East Coast. I don't know why so, not. For Christmas, for Christmas some year, you need to go to that Kingdom Hearts hotel room. In I do need to do that. Disney, Tokyo Disneyland. Wow, that's that's an expensive Christmas. <laughs> it is an expensive Christmas, like. You'll it. probably pay more for the hotel room than you will the flat to joke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it would all be worth it because then we would finally. All, all, you know what? I will make Disney Springs my Traverse Town. I'll just like pull up the song on my phone and everywhere we walk and be like, Katie, we like, will you please turn that the fuck off? And you'll be like, where's Cloud? Where's Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Like, we should dress up as Cloud and Aerith. No, we're not going to do that. How, and that's how Ryan met David Boreanaz at Disney Springs. That would be <laughs> so crazy. Oh I forgot God. that he was a voice actor. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, what? Oh my Did you God. forget I, I that Angel the square, is the voice actor for that? I love that Square characters had all these most like amazing A-list actors 
in the first it's Kingdom ridiculous. Hearts. And then after that, they were just like, that's eh. too much money. We're not doing this again. <laughs> no. Yeah, they were, we're just going to take the Final Fantasy characters out of Kingdom Hearts entirely. I was like, no, don't do that. That well, was the, the re- best part. The real problem really was that, like, stuff started coming out that was voice acted with Final Fantasy characters in it. And, like, there have been plenty of games where Squall has a voice actor. Can you imagine Square Enix being like, okay, David Torianas, do you want to play Squall for the next like But like what was he Dissidia doing at that games? time? Was it wasn't he like on Castle or something? Like what else was he doing? Cares. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he was doing anything. I think he was, he was just bones. Chilling. He was on. Yeah, he was, he was bones. on bones. Was oh, on that's bones. what it was bones. bones. Wait, who is, what's castle? <laughs> oh my Fillion god! Is the one castle, on castle is a billion, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, another, I can't believe I answered that question dude. seriously. We were just kind of laughing. Whatever. Oh matter. my god! Castle bones. They're all the same show. Okay, I anyway. guys, I'm calling it. I gotta go do something else today. We've been talking for an hour and maybe ten minutes of that was about She Hulk. Wait, give Daddy, we haven't done an episode by episode blow by blow rating. Let's do it right now. Okay. Number one, oh episode God. one was a four. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for backing the Patreon. And this is when Maddie like <laughs> busts out through your phone. I and is have vacuuming to do. Like, What's this clean app? The bathroom? Settings? <laughs> just starts muting things. That would be fantastic. Although I that feel like Mutant Ages have are, has already broken that fourth wall by doing Mutant Vision, but technically not, right? Because we didn't realize we were in a story. We just realized we're in Mojo's Set. Yeah, we didn't realize Ryan, we were in a why podcast. Are you asking us? You wrote it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's I guess I have to decide now. <laughs> okay, we see you go, next time. Go I never want to be asked again by the author of something like, "Hey, so what did I do?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tell right. us. You tell. Oh us. my god! See? All right, thank you everybody for listening to us ramble. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next. See time. you next time. See you next time. <laughs>